Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hi, I'm Ashley Flowers, creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. Every Monday, me and my best friend Britt break down a new case, but not in the way you've heard before, and not the cases you've heard before. You'll hear stories on Crime Junkie that haven't been told anywhere else. I'll tell you what you can do to help victims and their families get justice. Join us for new episodes of Crime Junkie every Monday, already waiting for you by searching for Crime Junkie wherever you listen to podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting ragers, women who use their anger, often righteous, though not always, to accomplish extraordinary things. Today, our story starts in the westernmost point in Texas, on a bridge connecting the Mexican city of Juarez with the American city of El Paso. In the early hours of January 28, 1917, traffic on the bridge came to a standstill, because there, blocking the tracks, was the body of a young redheaded girl laying her life on the line to protest America's border-crossing policies. Her name was Carmelita Torres. And on that day in 1917, she led the 1917 Bath Riots, a movement of fierce resistance by Mexican migrant women. Carmelita Torres's mornings had a familiar rhythm. She woke early, boarded a streetcar, and crossed the Santa Fe Street Bridge into El Paso where she worked as a cleaner for white American families. Carmelita and hundreds of other Mexican women made this morning commute in an atmosphere of intense racial resentment. Indigenous and mestizo women like Carmelita were often portrayed as sexually promiscuous and criminal. American doctors had popularized the idea that Mexican immigrants were dirty and disease-ridden. So when a typhus epidemic broke out in Mexico City, American public health officials jumped into action. They set up elaborate quarantine plants on the border, low, imposing buildings filled with complicated-looking machinery. Their goal was to use these plants to get rid of any lice Mexican migrant workers might be carrying. 
lice carried typhus. Officials at the border chose who would have to enter these plants. Unsurprisingly, they targeted working-class indigenous and mestizo Mexicans. When the quarantine plants began operating, Carmelita was indignant. For good reason, going through the plants was a humiliating process. Once the migrants stepped inside, they were separated by gender and forced to take off their clothes. After pushing their clothes and baggage through holes in the wall, the naked migrants would be examined by American officials for lice. If they found lice in a man's hair, they would shave it off and burn it. If they found lice in a woman's hair, they would drench her hair in a mixture of kerosene and vinegar, and then wash it with water and soap. Finally, the migrants would have to take supervised kerosene baths, which meant getting sprayed with a mixture of soap, water, and kerosene. Kerosene baths were already known to be deadly in El Paso. Just the year before, in the El Paso jail, 16 prisoners taking a kerosene bath to get rid of lice had burned to death after a stray spark had entered the room they were in. 19 more prisoners were injured. Carmelita and her peers started hearing alarming stories about what went on inside the quarantine plants. There were rumors that American officials were taking pictures of the naked women and then hanging the images up at a nearby saloon. Carmelita wouldn't stand for this. And so on January 28, 1917, she refused to enter the quarantine plant. Instead, Carmelita and 30 other women got out of their streetcar and laid their bodies across the bridge's tracks, preventing cars from crossing the border. As the day drew on, the protest Carmelita had started grew from dozens of women to hundreds. The women would jump on top of the streetcars and break them apart. Then they would use the pieces of glass and metal to block the bridge. They hid motor controllers stolen from streetcar conductors in their stockings. They threw stones and bottles and also hurled insults at the immigration and health officials. By the afternoon, some sources reported that the protest crowd had reached the thousands and the women succeeded in shutting down the border. That day, only seven people crossed. The U.S. government eventually called in backup troops. By the end of the day, the protest had been shut down by the authorities. Carmelita was arrested. We don't know what happened to Carmelita after her arrest, but the end of the Bath riots isn't the end of her legacy. Because in the days following January 28th, the uprising Carmelita started took on almost mythical proportions. The headline of the El Paso Morning Times the morning after the riot read, Auburn-haired Amazon at Santa Fe Street Bridge leads feminine outbreak. The story made it all the way to Wisconsin, where a local paper claimed the women were screaming, death to Americans. But most of the coverage failed to mention what the women were actually protesting, the kerosene baths and the non-consensual photography of their bodies. The quarantine plants continued to operate on the U.S.-Mexico border after the bath riots, even after the typhus epidemic ended. Years later, the plants were studied by Nazi Germany, where officials then implemented similar methods in their death camps. American officials would continue to operate the quarantine plants into the 1950s. Carmelita Torres's actions on that day in 1917 were a moment of fierce resistance against dehumanizing border crossings. She made the space for hundreds of women to come together and give their rage a voice. 
All month, we're talking about ragers. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hi, I'm Ashley Flowers, creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. Every Monday, me and my best friend Britt break down a new case but not in the way you've heard before, and not the cases you've heard before. You'll hear stories on Crime Junkie that haven't been told anywhere else. I'll tell you what you can do to help victims and their families get justice. Join us for new episodes of Crime Junkie every Monday, already waiting for you by searching for Crime Junkie wherever you listen to podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.